Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Wow, it's Thursday already. Yes, let's go. Two days from game day because the Browns play on Saturday, and it looks like they're going to get Anthony Brown at quarterback. I thought it was Tyler Hunt for the Ravens. I don't know. I heard a report this morning that it, it appears that Anthony Brown is going to be oh. the starting quarterback. Unless that's right. changed since I thought I heard that Tyler Huntley had practiced yesterday, so I assumed he was going to play, but maybe not. I'm pretty sure that it's a given now that it will not be Lamar it's Jackson. not Lamar, definitely. No, it's not. Um, no. So, I, I think they're being pretty coy about this, but I, yeah, I read something early this morning that said that it looks like Anthony Brown might get the nod. I don't know if they've definitively made that decision or not, but we'll see. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Busy day today. Cavs win last night. I'm going to ask you guys if this was their most impressive win of the season. I know they had two nice wins against the Celtics, but considering where they were and what they looked like when we saw them in San Antonio compared to the team we saw last night, yeah. it's, a, it's at least worth the discussion. Maurice Claret's going to be here. We're playing no fence riders. That's where we definitively make a bold statement about Saturday's game between the Browns and the Raiders, and Aditi will be here to talk about. Do we know, is Aditi doing the Browns-Ravens game? I meant to ask her that when she was on earlier this week. I do not believe so, but no? we'll get confirmation when she joins us at about noon. Yeah, that would have been a good game to see her on just because of her knowledge of both, both sides. Um, but we're going to start with, uh, with Cleveland Browns talk and a hot debate that we scratched the surface of yesterday. But before we do, uh, McNuggets has some business to take care of. A Browns talk sponsor. We do. Browns Big news. talk is now brought to you by Cuyahoga Community College. Tri-C supports their students financially, professionally, and personally while also opening up the doors of endless possibilities. Tri-C, where the future starts and it starts right now. Classes begin January 17th, 2023. Try C, we appreciate you guys. And also, we want to mention, we're doing an Ultimate Sports Show giveaway where you get some really cool signed memorabilia from some former Cleveland Browns. Let's take Tag War, uh, tag war full here, Steve. Leroy Horde, Dequell Jackson, Tim Couch, signed mini helmets and footballs signed by those three. You can find the... Link to enter that contest on our YouTube page. It's wkyc.com slash contest. You have to subscribe to be entered. So do that and win some really cool memorabilia to give out during the holiday season. Very nice. Now, are, are each helmet signed by all three or are they signed individually? individually? You get one helmet per. I got it. Cool. Oh, wow. Very nice. So three helmets, three mini footballs in this prize. And, and let's welcome Tri-C to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show family. Let's give a round of applause. What's up, Tri-C? Thrilled to have Tri-C in the roster. My wife worked for Tri-C for, for a number of years. It's a great uh, university. Whatever. It's not a university college. but it's Secondary education. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <coughs> great that they give people that can't afford to go to a four-year school, yes. an opportunity to get two years of legitimate college with great professors. They have a particularly good nursing program there. I know that they're really good. And they have sports teams, too. They I do. I started a community college. I did two years. Did Not, you really? Yeah. yeah. That's where I started. Saved thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. It it's is great. a very smart yes. route. It is. And it, particularly now, Bernie Kosar is doing some work with sort of alternative education corporations. Um, tech schools are now a very wise choice. Yeah, sure. Get a trade and be set for life. Go into these community college systems, which sets you up Absolutely. for if you want to go the four-year university route, right. why spend four years of exorbitant fees when you can get by much cheaper for two years at a place like Tri-C, yeah. transfer those credits because all they the, do, that's right. and all then finish the bag. At, exactly I mean, Ohio I State costs you a fortune. Guys, I am stunned. <laughs> absolutely stunned at the cost of education. That's right crazy. Now. It's, it's, it's huh. unbelievable. Yeah. They're going to have to, I don't know what the answer is. They're going to have to do something. It's getting out of control. I can't remember it's the absurd. School. It's a, the, it's the a school, school I went to, by the way. Yeah. Not to cut you off. Emerson, right? Yeah. Emerson college. Very expensive college. And I had a, I had a basketball scholarship. So right. Got a little help. If it was, if it costs what it costs now in 2015, 11 when Do I you know college. what it costs now? Yeah, it's stupid. Is it like in the seventy-five to eighty thousand dollars? Yeah, it's exactly range? in that range. Because most of your northeast really exclusive schools, you're not snipping them for under seventy-five thousand. It's, it's a, a it's unaffordable a, now. It's a racket. I don't. It, I can't understand. It, it ain't even close. It's a racket. So basically, they tell you 
because you got to go to school. I had to do it. Now you got to do it at a more inflated cost. Yeah. And if you check the wages, if you check the salaries, if you check the benefits, of they're not going work, up. They're not going up like the cost no. of colleges. No, they're, actu- they're actually going down and being minimized and most of the jobs are no longer here or they're, they're pipe dreams. So you got to go to five. And if you're I, I talked to some doctors, my friends are anesthesiologist, right? He's supposed to be making all the money. He said, man, you know how much I'm, I'm coming out just for the room, just for insurance, my, my insurance, for anesthesiologists uh, are co- incredible. consultations, or even if I'm doing different visits or any visits that I'm doing before, I'm paying for all of that stuff. And I got six years, seven years of college and, and, and I'm debt paying, and debt and I'm paying for my wife's too. So they're like, I'm not rich. He's like, thank God for American Express. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you're living on plastic. All right. Um, so thanks again to Tri-C for joining the family. We're looking forward to them being a uh, productive sponsor. We hope the relationship is mutually beneficial to them as it is to us. Let's talk um, Cavs. This is something that we sort of like, I, I think we stumbled upon it yesterday. And I, I wish Browns, you mean uh, Browns, what yeah, I say, yeah. Cavs. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish Tyvis was here because Tyvis is the one that threw this grenade into the into our text no, chain yesterday. No, it was G. Bush. What was you? I, I threw it in there. And left. then Tyvis was the and first time. Tyvis, Tyvis, he, okay. he landed yeah. on so the So go mortar. ahead and say what your text was to the group. I just threw it out there. I said, you know, is three years enough time to evaluate a head coach? And let's just boil down that statement alone. Let's not get into the semantics of Kevin Stefanski's three-year situation. Yeah, right. three Let's years just talk about, in general, guys, do you yeah. think three years is enough? Uh, guys, I think, I don't think three years, I don't think any time is enough for outsiders to really evaluate the job a coach does. I think three years is enough for guys in the building, like, in theory, you know, Jimmy Haslam or a team owner or a team general manager or the CEO of the team. Like, I think three years is enough for those guys because they know the inner workings. Right. We on the outside, we we're just know. making our best guess based on parts of knowledge. We may have a contact on the team. We watch the team. We have some insight. Jason goes to the games, is able to talk to players and coaches. We have some level of information, more than the average fan, Jason and the people that are in the locker room, more than the rest of us. I know G has some connections with some of the players. But you would believe then but, that the owner is I, equipped to theory, make a, a yes. judgment after three years. I Jason, think do you so, agree yeah. with that? I think it's too complicated a question to give you it a yes or no answer dumb. because yeah. is three years enough to evaluate Ron Rivera or Mike McCarthy, who've been doing it for 15 years? Right. Is it enough to evaluate Kevin Stefanski, who's only been doing it three years? These guys make mistakes. And especially early on, especially first-time coaches, and they have to learn from their mistakes, and they do, and they get better. Theoretically, they get better the longer that they're in the role, and they realize first year, probably should have done that. Second year, probably shouldn't have staggered the practices that way. Something as simple as that. Right. GMs especially, I know we're talking coaches, but GMs make mistakes in the draft, especially their first time doing it. And theoretically, they get better as it goes, and progress I remember talking to Dan Gilbert about this after the Cavs won the championship. Progress isn't always like this. Progress a lot of times is, is like this. And you, you, th- you think, okay, you're going to learn. You're going to be better in year two than you were year one. You'll be better in year three than you are year two. Sure, theoretically that sounds right. It just doesn't always yeah. work out that so way. So if we're playing no fence rider, you would say, yes, three years is enough. Jason, it sounds like you're a no. I'm a no. Yeah. G. Bush, you asked the question. Is three years enough? I really wasn't even trying to be like like divisive. I, I did. I was just wondering. You were asking people, a question. Um, because I flip flop between them. Like I could see, you know, if you look at the guys who have been with Kevin Stefanski in his class, you look at it, two of them already gone, right? Uh, I think Joe Rule, Judge and Matt Rule both fired. Yeah, and, and they was trying to go after Rule last year, right? Like so, I, I'm trying to figure out what it is. What's the correlation? What do you? Is it wins? Is it a feel? Is it how he handles the press conference? It's everything. It's a lot of things yeah. that go into it. But I would, I would, if 55, 45 say yes. So no fence rider, you saying yes. Yeah, yes, three years now. Is enough. It, it is enough uh, if you're really paying attention. Which closely. means he's got four more games for you to make up your mind. Yes. Well, let me, and let me clarify my answer a little bit too, because... I tried to put you in a box, too, yes, on that. I mean, yes. I understand that there's nuance to that answer, right. and, and, but I'm and, trying to just get a definitive, yes. is it or not, in general. And my definitive answer would be yes. However, here's, and I've said this before, here's how I feel about coaches. I think there's, don't get caught up in the exact number, but there's a few coaches, three or four, maybe five, maybe some years, two, whatever. I think there's a few coaches that are great, 
and I think there's a few coaches that clearly suck. Yeah. And then I think there's 20 some odd coaches yeah. that are somewhere in the middle, depending on their talent, depending on their experience, depending on all this, that may, as Jason says, may get better. I think after three years, if you, I think you might know if a guy's in that crap category. And if he's in that crap category, then I'm, get, then I'm, then he's gone. Punt. Oh, right? Yeah, okay. We need one year to know if Freddie was in that category. Right. One year. One, yeah. well, in his case, right. one year. Two games. I, I don't even think we needed a year. And 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 maybe there are some cases. I think it's harder to do this that you know somebody's in the elite category after three years. I, I think, think you knew about Sean McVay. I think we yes. knew about John Gruden. I think there are examples that do come right. up. Right. But the guys that are in that middle twenty, and and I think right now I would say Kevin is in that middle twenty, which right. is the majority of coaches. I think with those guys, if you if you feel like okay, he's in this group, and I think he can keep trending up, then I stick with him. Yeah. And that's what I think they're going to do. But I do think the last four games could play a role in him specifically. I think your nuanced answer is very good. I so, think it, I think it, it kind of is in line with what I'm thinking. In this particular, I know, I know I said in general, is three years enough? Yeah. And I would say in general, if we're going to speak in general terms, it is not. And the reason is for what you said, Jason. There are so many outside factors as to what goes on, particularly when you're talking about a first-time head coach. You can think you're good at clock management, but until you're doing it and real bullets are firing, anybody that's done a difficult job for the first time that watched it for a long time and thought, I'm ready, and and I would equate that to me being a live television sportscaster. I watched it a Mm -hmm. lot before I actually did it, and I thought, I'm ready. But once you sit in the chair and you've got two voices in your ear constantly changing the roadmap and stories are dying and time is a, you know has something to do with it. We're killing this story. Yeah. You've got 30 extra seconds. Stretch. You think you're ready for that, but I was a deer in headlights for, for a number of years. I don't know what at what point I turned. And all of us probably can relate to that. Jason, when it came to hitting deadline. You had done it. Oh, yeah, it, that, when it's for oh. real. The night of the Ohio State Miami National Championship game, the double overtime game, I had like 17 <laughs> versions of the story on my screen. It was like, what am I doing? Right. Oh, yeah. But now, yeah. if you were in that situation through experience, you understand how to boil that down to two or three. Sure. Yep. You understand how to work each one of those as yep. the game is progressing, yep. and you can hit your deadline a lot sooner. And the same for all of us in what we do. And right, I think right. I, I, I'm afraid that. Now, all of the coaches that Cleveland, not all of them, but the vast majority that they have brought in and then cut bait with have never gone on to do unbelievably great things. There have been Kyle Shanahan's. There have been guys that were in positions that maybe were passed up. I think McDermott was a guy that was passed up. But we haven't brought a coach in and fired him and then watched him go win a Super Bowl. That's, Other than Belichick, which that, was long ago. That's true. However, none of those guys... And, and maybe none of them are any good. I'm not saying they are. I didn't love any of them. But I loved none of them, one. But were any of them Who? given a chance? You're going to laugh. Everybody, everybody, when you ask this question, because I yeah. always ask this question, yeah. the question when you say, well, who was so great that they let go yeah. that got a bad rap? I think everybody says Mike Patton. And because Mike Patton That's got, not mine. got Johnny Manziel forced on him, he did have a 7-4 and four record. He did have Hoyer. But they brought back, they had Manziel, they forced him to play him, and then he had, uh, oh boy, with a Josh Gordon, and then a Shanahan at coordinator, that fell apart. And so it was kind of like, well, I could kind of see where people would say, that wasn't his fault. Who'd you like? Eric Mangini. Mm, He wasn't bad. Now, I think the reason I'll say Eric. He didn't have a lot of talent to work with at all. No, he did not, and I thought he overachieved. I think with Eric, because I got to know him so well, working closely with him after the experience at ESPN and watching his knowledge, and I've worked with a lot of former coaches, and they all impressed me, but none of them, none of them impressed me in terms of acumen, the way he sees the game, more than Eric Mangini. I think Eric got caught up in the idea of trying to be Bill Belichick. All, all those guys did. They all did. And if you look yeah. at Belichick's assistants that have gone on, it's head scratching. Yeah. Why his tree hasn't had far more success, yeah. but they have not. Yeah. And that's a testament to Bill and how good he is. People that have worked with both have told me the person of all of those people that have come through, and there have been dozens. Eric Mangini was the one closest to Bill in acumen, in IQ. I think Eric got labeled as a guy that couldn't get it done because of his time here. I would love to see Eric get another chance. 
and I don't know that I haven't talked to him about this specifically recently, but I just think that Eric can do it. And I think he could be a very, very, very good head coach. And I think his career got derailed by his time here. Toxic soil killed another. I, absolutely could I, be the case. I, I think one thing that, that has hampered all of them is people skills. Like, there, there's a certain part where... And he, he I think he lacked in that with the players. If you if you go listen to him and you listen to Pat Shermer, I think Pat Shermer is a, is a very bright, button-up football guy. But I they don't... They all th- are. They all... They, to, right, get, like, to reach to that level, they all yeah, are. Sure. And they're putting in crazy hours... <laughs> Here's the thing. Even when people laugh about Freddie Kitchens, I always yep. go back and tell them, Freddie Kitchens got the most out of Odell Beckham Jr. He had a thousand. Yeah. Jarvis Landry had a thousand. He had a thousand yard running back too. Like it wasn't like he was completely garbage. Yeah. But that just goes to show you the difference between the top and the mid tier levels. That's right. Now I, I think it also goes to philosophy, like Bull says. Do you believe that? If there is a bunch of coaches in the middle area, right? Do you believe that a mid-tier coach with a good roster can win the Super Bowl? Yes, I, I think, think absolutely. So. It's happened. We've seen it. So if, if that's what you believe, then you you have less of an emphasis on saying I need to get rid of the coach. Be, but if you believe I gotta, you gotta have a franchise quarterback and a top-tier coach. Then sometimes people get. But I think, I it's think an you got to have one or though. the other. I think it's an outlier when you do it. I, the, the guy that I would bring up is is Doug Peterson. I don't think Brian Billick was in a, it was especially a great head coach. He had an all time great defense. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, if you start rattling off the Super Bowl champions and you look at the last twenty, which are what I would really consider the modern era, they're for the most part won by coaches that you would call great. But yeah. are we calling them great because they won the Super no, Bowl? No, I think we're calling them great because their body of work. And, and like, so, right. so for six of them, yeah. we look at we look at the guru, the, the GOAT, the best to ever do it, in yeah. my mind anyhow, and he's no doubt great. But others that have won in that era, for the most part, are guys that most would consider to be not just one-hit wonders. I think Peterson and Billick were one-hit wonders. But you outside want to go back of that, to the last 20 real quick? Sure. Just for fun? Go ahead. McVay last year. I think he's a great head okay. coach. I, I do. agree. He's elite. Bruce Arians. But you know what? I don't think Bruce Arians is a great head coach. But, like, well, he I don't an think the Rams, great quarterback. I, 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 Sean uh, McVay is obviously a better coach than Zach Taylor, right? But I don't think the Rams won the Super Bowl because he, cause Sean McVay outcoached Zach Taylor. I just think oh. they won the Super Bowl because the Bengals' offensive line wasn't ultimately wasn't good enough. I'm just so, saying, let's, let's go through the 20. Let's go just ahead, see how yeah. many are, are true Do we, we, I, would, I don't know I, that we would put Arians in Arians the, is not. In the no, great I would category. Not. I would not. He was Definitely great not. at what he did. He I thought was, he was a I great think, offensive I thought great coordinator. Mind. I thought he was a great and he coordinator. Had, and, by the way, he had an all-time great quarterback. got to have one When you look at, at Peterson and Billick, they did it with Trent Dilfer yeah. and, and Nick Foles. Nick Foles, That's for crazy. crying out loud. Well, Tre- and the Ravens, it was a different, the All score was different then. Yeah. And that was the, you know, outside of the 85 Bears, probably the best defense right. ever. Okay. Andy Reid. Yes. Oh, yeah. Great no coach. Belichick, great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Doug Peterson. No. 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 Belichick. Yes. Yeah. Gary Kubiak. No. 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 And that was with Peyton Manning. Yes, it was. That, Although, yeah. in fairness, All Peyton time- Peyton, Peyton was wasn't great at that point. And didn't and, and they didn't win the Super Bowl necessarily, in my view, because of him. Right. He defense. was he, he was, was still pretty good. He, he was good. Uh, but he wasn't elite Peyton Manning. Right. But but yeah. again, so the, the the two that we've gotten to so far outside of Peterson, yeah. in Arians and Kubiak, Crazy did it with Brady and uh, guys that are arguably top two or three quarterbacks yeah, all Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So they yeah. can overcome some coaching deficiencies. Who else? Yes. Pete Carroll. I think Pete is. I don't. I don't put him in the great. I put him in, you know, very good. He's made Pete, some all-time bonehead decisions. If he if he hands the ball off, he's one of the great. He's an all-time great college coach. I don't think he's an all-time. Great. I don't. You know what's so interesting either. to me about that? The reason I would say he is a great head coach, if I made a list of guys that I consider to be great head coaches, even though he's made some of the most colossal bonehead decisions of all time, because it's not just if he hands the ball off. If he has his Heisman Trophy-winning Reggie Bush in the game instead of Lendale White. Boy. They pick up the first down, and and Vince Young never gets to yeah. pull one of the all-time great comebacks, yeah. so he's got another national championship. I think, this, I think if you've won a college national championship yeah. and a Super Bowl, You're elite. Jimmy I'll Johnson, elite. I'll give you that. Great. I, I, um, I think when you look at Pete Carroll, we'll see how it ends up this year, but this year has made him look better. It has. His yeah. team right. 
has was supposed to be trash, and they've been good. Now they've been falling apart lately right. and could miss the playoffs. And Russell Wilson, who everybody thought was great, Tank. has been crap without him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, who else? A couple more here. That was Pete Carroll. We have John Harbaugh with Baltimore. I yes, do. I, I, I consider him elite. Yeah, Tom yeah. Coughlin. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't. I think he's I the, do. To me, he's a level two with Pete Carroll. He's won multiple Super Bowls, right? Yeah. Like, and, yes. And, that's why I put him in the great category. And he was that a list good, is very he's small. He's right on that He's a good college. He was I a think good he's college, college coach. And he had success in Jacksonville. I think he's the second level with Pete Carroll for me. Okay. He's, he's fringy. Elite. But Certainly the, better than Belichick we're, we're and Peterson. Harris here, I, I think bit. we are splitting hairs here. Yeah. You got to think about it. If you say the New York Giants, I don't. That doesn't pop off as the greatest talented team ever. Like, oh, wow, Giants were a juggernaut. Like, no, they weren't. Super Bowl, but but by, by the way, way they had they a Hall Belichick. of Fame quarterback for both of their Super Bowls. And they, and they beat the 19-0 team. He has to be, yeah. Yeah, I, I, he's, he's I would say coach. if I had to go fence right around Coughlin, I would put him in. Yeah. Who else? By the way, this is controversial, but I would not vote for Eli Manning for the Hall of Fame. I know he's getting in, but I wouldn't vote. That is controversial. We'll do that over time. We'll do that in an offseason. On a boring day in the offseason. I will fight that hill. Vote me into a box. I like Eli a lot, but I do. I'll literally get out the box. That's your favorite player of all time. My favorite athlete. I would die for you. From that era, there's a lot of middlings like Philip Rivers. Don't put Eli in that category. Guys that. I'll fight you too, Eli's not any better than Philip Rivers. He also won two MVPs. He was the MVP of both Super Bowls, if, was. I'm, if I'm not mistaken. If, so if, if it I, wasn't I just, for the miracle David Tyree catch, is he all a famer? No, but you know what? Think about what happened on the front end of that play. Eli should have been Escapability. sacked. He should have been. He also put that in the only place that Tyree could catch it while getting hit. It was a part, he, That was exactly how they drew that play oh, up. There was no luck he in played that. The no. That's how they drew it up. <laughs> he played the greatest game of his life, dog. I, I that, never, that drive was incredible. You know what's amazing? I know this is a little silly to say, but besides those two Super Bowls, I'm pretty sure Eli Manning never won a playoff game. That is a fact. That yep. is true. That he is won wild. all of his playoff games in their two Super Bowl runs. <laughs> yeah. Also, his throw to Manningham on the sideline in the second Super Bowl yes. was actually a better play than the helmet catch. That's true. Yeah, probably. We'll, we'll have a whole – I'll fight Bull and G two-on-one on an Eli Manning <laughs> I debate. I think you fight he's, me and G two-on-one you you know you're, I mean, But you are going to lose that <coughs> debate because Eli well, is he's going to the Hall of Fame. I acknowledge that. We got some other coaches. Okay. Mike McCarthy with Green Bay. No. Well, he did it with it again. He did it with an all-time great quarterback. So yes. all of these coaches that we're saying no about, with the exception of Billick and Peterson, yeah. did it with all-time great quarterbacks. So you yes. got it. So, so, so you better have an all-time great, great quarterback, quarterback or, all-time or a great coach, coach that's either elite or borderline elite. There's only three. Yeah, more. You got to so have one of the other. Let's go three more. Let's run through the last three here real quick. Sean Payton. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they so. Had I don't both. think so. Yeah, that's both. the point I was making earlier. He had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Do we know he's a good coach or did he have a Hall of Fame quarterback? Well, we quarterback? may find out that's because exactly he's going to coach again. So we will ago. find out yeah. if he's. I, if, but, but yeah. again, yes. top five quarterback. Yes. Again, of all time. again, to me, he's Pete Carroll and Coffin. But here's a why. Notch below here's, these okay, and that's fair. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Here's why I will call not, him. Certainly not a bad coach, but, no. you know. He, the, the way. He's going to be sought after when he comes the, out on the market officially. There was about four years the way he was scheming stuff up where nobody wasn't. Nobody wasn't getting five, ten quarterbacks, putting them in five wide, and because you got to think, Drew Brees coming out of college was was a five, he was they was throwing the ball all over Purdue. Didn't he start the second half of his Super Bowl win with an onside kick? He did. He sure did. Yeah. I, 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 that might be one of the ballsiest, smartest calls I've ever seen. I, and I don't know. Well, it doesn't work that everybody's calling him an and idiot. Plus, they just but had. it did work, and it worked, <laughs> he, and he knew it was going to work because he had seen that they were already turning before the ball yeah. was on the kicker's foot. Yeah, because who expects that? Right? Nobody. That crazy. Right. But he took advantage of yeah, that, yeah. and that's what great coaches do. I, I, I have him in my great college. He's, 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 he's great. great. Who else? Last, uh, then we have Coughlin's first one where they knocked off right. the undefeated yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Tony Dungy. Yep. All-time yeah. great. Yep. Yep. All-time no great. And he did it, by the way, with an all-time great defense. But a Brad Johnson mediocre kind of Trent yeah, Dilfer ask yeah. quarterback. And then I don't know who they really well they had. Did they have Bob Sanders that year? They went in Indianapolis. They did. They did. Okay. Yeah. They had a decent. Yeah. And last, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Time. I said Dungey did it with Johnson. Yeah, with yeah. Brad Johnson. I'm thinking of Gruden in in, in right, Tampa right. Bay. Yeah. So this is so yeah. Gruden he won. did it with with Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. He did with Peyton Manning. Yes. But so I think that's great coach, here. great quarterback. Bill Cowher. Yes. Great. No yes. question. Yeah. So I think what we've determined here is that. Well, you forgot about Mike Tomlin. He was the vast majority. No, no we, didn't, did. we didn't mention. We you didn't, didn't mention. mention yeah, we skipped over Tomlin. What oh, we, then I skipped over Tomlin. Where do we Tomlin put Tomlin? Tomlin? I don't put him in great. I put I him put again. Him in Pete Carroll. Yeah, I put him I in Pete Carroll, Carroll with the, in that second level yeah. for me. But, but what's interesting is, yeah. and that's yeah. why, because he, and, I feel like he and Peyton like 
They won, and then everybody said they were great, and then they didn't do much for a long time sure. after that. But, see, right. but, but here's the thing. He has one, and uh, old boy got one, right? Uh, Harbaugh got one, right? right. But, I, I, I mean, I feel like they're the same. Like, Harbaugh did it when he had... Yeah, Harbaugh did it with Joe Flacco. Yeah. I mean, but he had Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. Yeah. Like, that is a cheat code. Like, you can't have both of them. So, the way you're doing it, if you're... Yeah. First of all, the vast majority of those were won by coaches, we all agree, are elite coaches. Yeah, then there's the next biggest group, which is probably 30% of those names, are coaches that we would say are really, really good, if not great, but not all-time great or elite. All, all those, of them yeah. did it with one of the following. Hall of Fame top five quarterback or all-time great defenses. Except for the Eagles with Peterson. They didn't have either of those. That's no, crazy. I don't. That, that, they had a good defense, and by but the it way, wasn't they an beat Brady great. and Belichick. That Eagles team, top to bottom, roster-wise, was very solid. It was really good. Loaded. Carson Wentz was in the second year, so they weren't paying a quarterback. Right. Nick Foles was cheap. Their defensive line, their offensive and line. And Foles, and the thing is. And Foles was magical. Foles, like Flacco when they won the Super Bowl with Flacco, Eli. Had and Eli, but Eli's a much better player yeah. than those guys. But they Thank had but magic runs and and Flacco were unbelievable in those postseason runs. They played like Hall of Famers for they those I, that month. Even when I was growing up, even when teams got in, like <laughs> when, when, when the Patriots got in, what was that 80, 80 when they Steve played 85, Rogan. they guys teams like that. They never played above their like you knew who was gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> like you just oh you knew it had no chance. You know you bench. had like if team came in with a terrible quarterback and they was playing like Elway, or there was games where where uh, what is the the Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty Birds, you knew they was getting smoked immediately. Foles played like he was a Hall of Famer. He did. But again, you're talking about like outliers. Yeah, you're trying you're, you're betting on magic beans. Yeah, yeah. Like the the blueprint <laughs> we're talking about is. I think more standard of if you're looking for the easiest path to a Super Bowl and isn't that what every team is doing mm -hmm. the easiest path to a Super Bowl is to have an all-time great head coach see I disagree with that even though I think that's the second most important you thing. want an all-time great quarterback. I think that's more important I'm with, both. I'm, I'm with quarterback. you're taking yeah, the, quarterback. I'll take the quarterback but I gave Belichick you guys is proving it what have the Patriots done since Tom Brady left he's a 500 coach Boston Radio's talking about firing him. I they want him fired. I heard, that, I heard that Monday. I think like, that's crazy. Well, I think he's crazy. actually doing a good job because I think Mac, personally, I think Mac Jones sucks. So I think he's doing a decent job yeah. having them a game over 500 I right totally, now. But I'm just and saying. And I think, I obviously, title. Brady went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl like that. Next yeah. year. So, so, New England. And, and, New and England by the way, the, the Buccaneers did not make the playoffs the previous year. That's so, right. So, yeah, I mean, so you, you're, if you have a Brady, and, and I'm not going to say an, a, a, a great quarterback, but Brady is, is the guy that changes all. All the of entire this. franchise. I mean, he took a team that did, did not make the playoffs. He showed up, and the next year they're holding the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. So if you the just... Eagles are the only team since the Belichick or the um, the Billick Ravens, which was a general, you know, yeah. a long how many years ago? Big out twenty years and ago, and at the front end of that twenty years. Right. So since that team, the Eagles are the only team to win without either a great quarterback or a great coach. Yeah. So if you so don't bank on that because it's it's it's, it's like right. the, it's like the Pistons team that won the title. Right. Everyone, exactly. everyone wants to yeah. say, it, look, how you can win? win? I'm yeah. like, okay, fine. If you want to bet those magic beans, so once if you every extrapolate it out, do you think so? Right now, if you had to ask, would you say, well, do we have the quarterback? The Browns have a good quarterback and a good coach. I think they have a great quarterback. Quarterback and a good coach. Well, that's now right. he's not playing great right now. Well, well but that's what the point I was going to make is yeah. that's why they went and got Deshaun Watson because they know the exact same things. Jimmy Haslam looked at the quarterback and said, "It's not good enough. We have to do better." For all the people who love Baker and love what he did here, ownership looked at that and said, "We have to do better at the quarterback position," and that's why they threw a grenade into this organization in March, and that's exactly what it was. It was a grenade that they threw into the organization. And yeah. still flying. And, and think about the 49ers, right? They got a great coach. Yeah, they have a great GM. They have had tremendous. They've had excellent Good defense. defenses. Good defense. They've had an excellent I think the offensive most line. Balanced roster in the NFL, with maybe the exception of the Eagles, right, right now. And they've been competitive almost every year, but they except have for not one. had the quarterback. But they have not been able to win ultimately because they didn't have the quarterback. I think that's fair. And they won't. And they probably won't win again this year, as good as they are. Besides him, real quick, while we're talking about coaches. I'm I not should, sure about that, by the way. I sh I need to like clear, I need to clarify one thing that oh, I yeah. said on Monday. And I just kind of sort of twisted over my words, and I guess this someone sent it to me. I guess this became a little bit of a, a thing on Twitter. I said Paul DiBodesta wanted Robert Saleh, and I should have said he liked Robert Saleh, and there's a difference in the two. He did like him. But everyone in the Browns was in full agreement, and I think I said at a different point on Monday's show, 
they got their top choice in Kevin. Kevin was the top choice of the organization, and he was. I wondered when you said that. I, I, I thought, wait a minute. I, I always thought Stefanski right. was there. By guy. me saying deep Martin Paul wanted Saleh, it became this thing of like, oh, look, they, they, they weren't in agreement. They settled for their, yeah. Yeah, they were in agreement. They did, Everybody in the organization <laughs> wanted Kevin, and Kevin was here before Andrew. Like, I still think that's really important to note in terms of is Kevin going to be fired? Everyone talks about that. Nobody talks about AB. I'm pretty certain nobody's going anywhere. Between those three. I agree with you. I don't think anybody's yeah, going anywhere. Paul, Andrew, I'd, I'd and Kevin agree. are all going to be back next year, barring some catastrophic collapse over this last four games. But I want to make clear, I don't want anyone to think that I was trying to – Paul wanted Kevin. He liked He wasn't Robert. the second choice. The, right. He wasn't the second choice. The only point I was trying to make is Paul's a pretty good identifier of head coaches because he liked Saleh. He did want Sean McDermott. And they chose Kevin. So that's why I look at the success McDermott's had in Buffalo, the success uh, Sally's having now in New York, and saying, guys, obviously they're pretty good at identifying this. So when we say is three years enough, well, it's been three years with an absolute grenade thrown into the, into the yeah. franchise in March, which I think changes the parameters. And there, the, I, I talked about all those outside factors that you have to take into consideration. I think this is why three years is absolutely not enough here. Mm -hmm. He's had, correct me if I'm wrong, Five starting quarterbacks. He had right? Baker. He had Case Keenum. Wasn't there a game where Keenum couldn't play and we had? It was. It was the guy. Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders the, game. Yeah. Mullins. 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 Yep. Mullins. Baker. Mm -hmm. And then Keenum closed out the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then and this then year Brissette, he's had two. Yeah. So that's five starting quarterbacks right. in fewer than three seasons. The other thing, the reason I don't think we can judge this yet. Because of the disruption that this organization underwent, you're stopping the experiment short if you don't see this through with a full season with Kevin Stefanski. Because to your point that Deshaun Watson looked at what Stefanski does and said, I can play in that system. I can win in that system. It has been that the injuries, and I know we don't use injuries as an excuse, and I really don't like to use injuries as an excuse, but sometimes you can't ignore that elephant in the room. When you look at the injuries that this team suffered from jump, first of all, they addressed their their return game, gone before the season started. Yeah, but every team has injuries. I know the they Browns do, don't have more than most. I think you're wrong on that. No, I, I know for a know. fact they're not I, well, in the top five. I mean, this year, at linebacker, if you want to be specific, even Joe Woods yeah, but said I yesterday. Just, I just saw the list of the Is top five. Is there another team that's lost four? But they're just top four linebackers. Their linebackers weren't that good anyway. And well, they, I know, but, Bull, it doesn't matter. If they're not that good, that but means Jay, the players just, behind them are even worse. I know, but they just lost three of the four in the last two weeks. It wasn't I know, like they've been out for the whole year. They lost the linchpin right away. AWOL was gone early in the you, season. but every team has injuries. The Browns don't have more than anybody else. Bull, they don't. I, I, know, I don't know that they don't. No, I'm I don't telling know. you. I saw there's a thing. As a they're they're side not top five in total They're not injuries. top five. And if you look at like I don't know where they are, but they're not positions, top five. The Niners are on their third string quarterback. I mean, no, I know. Yeah. So obviously, at quarterback, that's the one that everybody wants to look the at. The Ravens have had that. way more injuries than we the Browns. We didn't use that as an, as an excuse last year, and and you know, so I don't think another team can use that as an excuse this year. I just, it, for me, Jason, am I wrong? It just seems like when you're talking about a fourth string center, that is the the. That's the most pivotal position on the offensive line. I would actually, He's calling out the signals. I would actually go a different way with it and say, I mean, everybody dealt with COVID, right? Everybody had to deal right. with COVID. But Kevin was a first-year head coach trying to navigate through COVID and installing his system over Zoom. And then they went through the uh, his second year where basically it was a boycott of OTAs because J.C. Treader led the boycott and they had no off-season program. Right. This was actually his first year of normalcy, but it wasn't really normal because of Deshaun. And that grenade that was thrown in, and it sounds like I'm trying to make excuses for him, and maybe I am, but I, I, I have seen enough, especially in year one, when there was nobody else in the building, and it was just football. Look what they did. And then yeah, when that's not going to happen again. I know, and that's the part that concerns me. But I've seen, I, I think that there's, now I will acknowledge, and I talked to Zach Jackson about this, my coworker at The Athletic, it, in a lot of areas, it looks like they're regressing, and that is very concerning. Like, it looks like they're worse now than they were in 2020. In, if, in some different areas. If he's, I, I would agree concern, with that. And that's concerning. Very concerning. If he's going to lean, if he's going to lean on Deshaun Watson, what he's going to have to do is all those teams that we just mentioned there, he's going to have to, he's going to have to open it up. He's going to have to give them a lot of responsibility of saying, hey, this is, we want, we, we're going to lean on what you do. Right now, I think they're trying to be, they're, 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 uh, they're uh, I, I guess you're, they're a person, a man with no country at this point. Because you used to be a, a solid, you used to be heavy run. 
I don't know if you're going to be heavy running with Deshaun Watson. You used to be downhill zone running. I don't know if you could be that per- person with Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson. So this offseason, uh, the reason I'm leaning towards giving him another shot is because I really truly believe he's going to have to revamp 75% of Do you his think office. the offense is having an identity crisis then? Uh, well, Built to go one way, but now forced y- to pivot? Y- yes, I, because it looks like it, it, there's no flow. There's no continuity. Do you buy that, it. Jay? I was actually reading the text. I didn't hear. So, <laughs> it, 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 it was a good text from Earl. I'm going to bring it up in a second. Okay. His, pre- his premise was we were built to be a run team yeah. and a zone run team. And now that you've pivoted at quarterback, it's clear that you're going to be something else. Is the, is, is the offense? I don't know. I've heard you guys screaming all year long that they didn't run the ball enough. Now you're telling me they're built to run the ball. Oh, well, John, well, they are built to run the ball. That's why I was saying they didn't run the ball. When enough. Watson got here, I said, oh, scrap all that. It's like you here's he's going to be the best. He has to be the best player. Not Nick Chubb no more. Like that was cool when you had, you know, secondary guys like Brissett or even Baker, but now he has to be your best guy. So yes, Nick Chubb is a great asset piece and a strong number two. But it's like basketball. That, that you ain't got a number one. It's a rat. It's got to be a quarterback. It's got yeah. to two hundred thirty million. They're not paying Nick Chubb two hundred thirty million. They are. And and again, I think that's where the suspension threw everything out of whack because I think they were expecting four to six. They could install a different type of offense. Yeah. And then when they went to eleven guys, they it just changed kept. The, everything. I think they just kept what Brissett was doing and said we can't install nothing in the last four, five, five, six games. Right. Just run, just run a couple plays here and there, <laughs> but it's mainly the Brissett playbook. That's why I, I, I really, I'm anxious to see a full season with Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson with no outside distractions. Just bring us an offense. Yeah. That we think <laughs> yeah. can be a top tier NFL offense. And that's and I why think, I just don't think you can even entertain conversation about moving on from Kevin. I, I wouldn't, and I don't think they should. You never know with Jimmy, especially if they crater yeah, in the final four games. Think, we could go on and on for yeah. another hour. I know we got to move on, but real quick, Earl texted me. We were yeah. talking about coaches. What about Chud? And Chud, I think, got a raw deal here. He was I never the too. top choice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Chip Kelly was the top choice. They couldn't get Chip. They settled on Chud. And I think the regime in place there wanted to move on from him because they didn't. They, I don't think he got a fair chance, and I think that probably soiled any chance he had in the future. Was it yeah, tough when they got all them to sixteen hundred with uh, old boy, uh, Josh Gordon? Was that the sixteen hundred year? I can't. I remember. don't know. They yeah. all run. They all run together. Guys, uh, we got to do. We got T's memberships real quick, and as always, we do a two-hour show Monday through Friday. We do ten minutes to fifteen minutes of extra content every day. For starters tier, you get these awesome emojis you can use whenever you want. For your coaches tier, you get that overtime content, but there's one other thing that we haven't been telling you guys about that we want to make sure you guys know. After the show ends, the conversation continues on our YouTube page on the community tab. We got over, yeah, Earl, you can scroll if the iPad's going to follow. We'll see if it does in a sec. We got over 32 comments on our poll question of the day. We're going to feature some of those later in the show. The conversation does not end when we go off the air. It's always ongoing. Uh, I guess the iPad's not going to work right now. It is what it is. Let's bring in Maurice. What's up, Maurice? Uh, by, by the way, I'd be petty like uh, Kevin Durant. I'd be all in them chats, too. <laughs> It'd be like 3 in the morning. Really? I'd be in the chat. Oh, yeah. I stay, I stay in the comment section. They tell you as a seasoned journalist, I'm not a journalist. I'm an opinion person. <laughs> so I could be in the comment section. Jay can't be in the comment section. But I will argue with you in the comment section. I do it all the time. And, um, yeah, it's just good, good solid fun. All right, good. Hang out. Be part By of the, the way, <laughs> Drew Brees being hired as an interim assistant coach at Purdue. So he didn't get struck by lightning. He's still alive. Struck yeah. by lightning? You, you didn't see, see that, that whole thing? They were, no. He was shooting yeah. a was commercial fake. for a, no. for a yeah. gambling I did not site. He, he caught a lot of heat. Oh, he that. caught a lot of. Oh, really? and, and you know what? I think rightfully so. It was yeah. a bad decision yeah. on Drew's yeah. part. Drew's never normally fa- a smart never guy. Never that you got hurt or you died. Well, especially getting struck by lightning. That's a fatal event for a lot of people. Yeah. And making a commercial where it looks like you got struck by lightning. And by the way, when I first saw the video, I was like, damn, he got hit. Yep. And then it was, they did a good job. They did a great <laughs> job faking that he got hit by lightning, but yeah. he took some flack for that. That's an interesting tangent for him. I mean, for a while, I thought he was going to be this top flight broadcaster. Yeah. And that was a bad experiment, one and done. Yeah. We've had a lot of those. That should be a topic one day. Who is the worst transition athlete? to 
broadcast well, of all time. Well, you just got done saying Dennis how Miller. It is. It's it's far more difficult it's, than it's people Well, from athlete, Dennis, athlete, Mil- Dennis, Dennis Miller. Miller's worst of all time. Yeah, Dennis athlete. Miller was a bad hire. I love Tony Kornheiser, but he was terrible on Monday Bad experiment. Football. Bad experiment. I think my worst, just from an athletic standpoint, was um, uh, the old Rams running back, the goggles. Eric Dickerson was not good. Jerry Rice is He not was good. a sideline yeah. reporter for Monday Night Football uh, for a number really? of years. And I don't remember that. <laughs> Who's go, the Google guy it. who did, somebody did the Browns some in the last year? Not as LeVar Arrington? No. Oh, he's ooh, he's yeah, pretty bad. LeVar's pretty rough. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, hey, Mo, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? <laughs> hey. What up? All is well. <laughs> you drank that Kool-Aid. It was rough tasting on Sunday, wasn't it? Hey, respect. Oh, I, I got... I, yeah, I got friends who who let me know I drank the Kool Aid too. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, 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 Maurice. Hey, respectfully, bro. I had, I had. Let's see. My, my my timeline was shut down, bro. My DMs. I had to close them up. I said, man, look, man. The the Kool Aid. I ran out of sugar. I'm so sorry. Like you, you, you was drinking this lemon water. Yeah, it was looking bad last week. It's wrap. By the way, Maurice, every morning, I don't know if you guys know this. Every morning, late. I don't know how long you've been doing this. I've just noticed it for the last week or so, Maurice. Maurice tweets, he, he's like up at five in the morning. He tweets a picture of his, his Apple watch or whatever it is. Like, come on, get moving. Well, I'm sitting on my ass watching TV at five o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, Maurice is like, where are you guys? Everybody get moving. Maurice never sits on his ass. I can tell you that right now. Well, you he is up, a body in motion. How you getting up at five? Well, you see, you sleep. It's the only, you tweet, got, it's he, the only tweets you see at five in the morning is, is his tweets and porn bots. That's he, about it. He cheats. <laughs> He's cheating because he got a newborn. He got yeah. a newborn. He already up. He ain't went to sleep. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I, I get up in the morning. I get going, man. It's uh, well, the, the morning time is like my personal time, and I feel like it's an, an uninterrupted day. So you like, if you condense the morning, so you get like from four thirty or five to maybe like eh, about nine. That's when I drop my son off at daycare. And then uh, I'll do every all the other stuff during the day, and then the back end of the day, before I go to bed, I'll, I'll still another three or four hours. So it's actually like two full days within one. If you what time if you, you ever going to sleep? About doing it. What time you go to like sleep? Like nine, nine, nine or nine thirty. I'm usually in the bed. Hey, Maurice, have you always been a morning person? Because I, I have found that some of the most productive people are they get up really early and they start yeah. their day while most of us are still in REM sleep. Yeah, so I, I get it. I got or I have had over the years anxiety real bad. And I usually feel like uh, when I'm chasing a day is because I'm like, I'm prepared. And, you know, once the day gets started, you're really doing all the stuff that, you know, you plan either the day before or the week before. Uh, but I'm like, uh, I'm in my basement and I have a bunch of whiteboards um, in this room back here. That's a whole room full of whiteboards that wow. I write my entire life down. And uh, I thought that stuff was going to show on ESPN, but that's literally my whole room is full of whiteboards. And uh, writing helps me to get my anxiety down. So I come down, I write every day. I do a lot of visualization work. And that's because of like, that's because of that. And so the morning helps me to prepare myself. And then I work out. And I think that working out helps me to relax. And then that's kind of like my little uh, personal routine. But it's so part of it. highly, highly early. organized, right? Yeah, very organized. It, were you that way as a player? Yeah, so I, I told you I wasn't like, um, you know, there's a lot of people who have other physical attributes, uh, but Tom McDaniels is who probably f- made me fall in love with studying football. And that's why sometimes when I talk, I don't think I talk out of my butt. You know, I talk from just having um, like an understanding of, of, of what I think I see. And uh, I, I do a bunch of film preparation. I used to do a bunch of film preparation, but understanding the game and understanding uh, schematics and down and distance and other nuances, I think that I give like a... Um, uh, at least an educated opinion about football, even though it's a game. I think that, you know, I think I have a, a, a decent opinion. Man, that's fascinating. All right, we're going to do uh, no fence rider. You ready to go? You always mm-hmm. start us off, and then we uh, we see whether the group agrees or disagrees with you in mass. Uh, McNuggets, what do we have first? Let's get the first one. This was specifically designed for Maurice, our resident running back in the house. Well, J.K. Dobbins <laughs> outrush Nick Chubb on Sunday. Maurice, what say you? Hey, look, so so you, you put me in a bind, right? So J.K. just hit me up the other week. So I hope he doesn't see this, but I'm a homer <laughs> and I'm going to still drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I'm happy he had a great week last week, but I'm still going with Nick. You know, I, I think my personal opinion, and this is not just me being biased, but I still I still think Nick is uh, the best running back in the NFL. And, um, you know, considering that, you know, we go out and have a great game, but I think, you know, Nick will uh, outrush J.K. 
Let's see wow. how the rest of the panel answered. It was a 2-3 split. On one side of the fence is G and Tyvis. On the other side, Bull, Jason, and Jay. G, you said yes? Yeah, but it's slim. It's slim. I, um, <laughs> it's slim. Uh, the Ravens is running the ball well. J.K. looked like he finally yeah. back to that old J.K. Dobbins. Uh, and he one of them dudes that's too. I don't like tackling guys like him. He too. He stocky. He, he look like he do squats on on chest day. Like he just skips bench and just like I'm gonna do squats. I'm not doing no squats like that. But he's a powerful. So does Nick. Yeah. See. Yeah. yeah facts. Yeah. Right. But I, I don't think our offensive line is 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 playing that well uh, in terms of the run game. But I will say. Um, it's at home. I think, though, it'll be a nasty weather game. I don't want to be outside during the tailgate. Good gracious. The reason yeah. the reason I said Chubb would have more, I think it's close. I mean, obviously, the Ravens' run defense is much better than the Browns' run defense, which would lead you to believe Dobbins have a better game. However, Nick Chubb will get the, a good majority Wait, of Wait, did the, you say you said Chubb will have more? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? he said Chubb will have more. Yeah. He said Dobbins will outrush You said Chubb, Chubb will have more also. You said okay. Chubb will have more, too. Oh, man. I you totally... did that by mistake? Yeah. I, I got that one. You think, all. Okay. I, the Hell reason, no. I, I'll go this far. I'll yeah, tell you, yeah. Dobbins is going to have twice as many yards as Chubb. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Here's, here's I why I think Chubb's going to have more yards. <laughs> because the Ravens split carries between four guys. But he, they're not going to throw the ball. He could get that. He could get that on two carries. He get 80 in two years. Why, because he had his first good game in two years? No, because no, he's because playing our, the Browns. defense is trash. <laughs> he's playing you, me, and Jason. Hey. <laughs> Wait, I don't get to play? No, you don't yeah. want no parts of this. Yeah. Jay was like, listen, I'm a coach today. You know, you guys, you, you ain't keeping me free enough. Yeah, I'll tackle low, bro. I, Nick Chubb's had two bad games in a row. I, I can't imagine he's going to have three bad games in a row. And he's going to get he's going to get no. more carries than Dobbins. I, I don't think this has anything to do with Chubb or yeah. Dobbins. Uh, I think this has everything to do with the Browns' offensive line yeah. and the Browns' defensive Agreed. line. But and Dobbins shares carries with Drake. He shares car- carries with Gus Edwards. He share and Tyler Huntley. If Tyler Huntley plays, he'll run the ball too. Yeah. What's and it? there's going to be no. And if if Tony Brown plays TV. Uh, there's going to be zero threat of the pass. That sound like a that sound like a saxophone player outside of Tower City. Yeah. Hey, sh- hey, give it up for Tony Brown. That's Tony the Brown. first person to ever call him Tony Brown. No, I said yesterday we're not calling him Anthony Brown. We're calling Tony. him Tony. I fully endorse that. I fully endorse. Yeah. That. By the way, isn't the play-by-play guy for the um, Jerry the, Sandusky the monsters? Oh, Tony is Brown. Isn't his name Tony Brown? I don't know. <laughs> who in the hell? Dusty. Who in the hell? Do you <laughs> listen to monsters play-by-play? I don't, but I met the guy before. Oh. <laughs> But I, I think his name is Tony Brown. What is good going memory. on? We're Jason, talking about monsters play by play. I mean, they are talking about Jerry's in Cleveland for crying out loud. I'm, I'm going to reel this back in here, guys. Question <laughs> two. No, no, the Ravens play by play guy's name is Jerry. Jerry's oh, that's with crazy. Yeah, yeah, with the G. I think he changed here, that. Gonna, I'm going to take it all back. Well, David and Joe have more receiving yards than Mark Andrews. Maurice, you're first. I can't hear the question. Will Njoku have more receiving yards than Mark Andrews? A battle of the tight ends. Oh, yes. I'm going with Njoku. Maurice says Njoku. The rest of the panel, Steve, says... Let's take it. Another 2-3 split. Bolin G says Njoku has more. Jay, did you read this one backwards as well? No, I'm just half dyslexic. Um, (laughs) Here's the thing on that. You you just said they're not going to throw the ball, so how's Andrews going to have more yards? No, I don't think... I I, I have almost... I'm not drinking Kool-Aid. If the Kool-Aid was spiked... G and and Maurice would be flat on their ass right I'm now. Too late. Okay, but wait a second. But but the the if the Tony Brown plays for the Ravens, yes, they're not going to throw. It doesn't matter. Mark Andrews destroys them every year. Mark he actually Andrews, didn't hurt them. He's not doing anything this he year. Zero it doesn't matter. The first game. It doesn't matter. Watch yeah, him, I was just watch him light up this Browns defense. The first the first game. I this hope year so. I got Tony Brown's going to be nine for nine. <laughs> All nine throws are going to be to Andrews, Andrews, and it's going to be for 120 yards. Hey. The first game this year is the first time that Andrews didn't absolutely destroy the Browns. I don't see that continuing. I, I think, Mark Andrews always kills this. And team. I think for me, I, I am so pessimistic now. Because I've looked like a fool at, por- at portions of this year. <laughs> I've bought, I've tried the Kool-Aid, I sipped it, and then I spit it out. <laughs> and right now, <laughs> right now, I'm not having any Kool-Aid. Yeah, I don't think this has anything to do with Kool-Aid. I'm just assuming, like you guys are, that the Ravens are barely going to throw the ball. So I don't think yeah. Andrews is going to have many I yards. Just, my faith in this team is like 
a big pile of gasoline poured on a driveway on a hot summer day. This is very it dangerous. It just evaporates right before your eyes. This is a very dangerous game. I Mark would, Andrews I, got, since he's come back from injury, I don't think he's had more than 58 yards in a game. I would much rather. That might be I, enough. I'd rather them be. be at 100% mm-hmm. with Lamar Jackson and everybody because what it sets up is, if y'all correct, and Mark Andrews comes out here with this Anthony Robinson guy. That's not even, I don't even know his name. Anthony Robinson. <laughs> right. The Marcus yeah, Tony, Robinson. Brown? Tony, Tony Brown. Tony Brown. Tony Brown. You, you were tr- close. You in trouble if they win. You, this is an all-time, this is a catastrophe if they lose to, to Tony Smith. If Tony Smith kills you, it's over. What about Tony Jones? And Tony Baker, too. Okay. <laughs> Tony Baker. All I'm saying is I have word that, uh, Tony Brown's an avid UCSS watcher, yeah. and he has now cut this up and put it on repeat on his picture frame in his locker, nice. just repeating all the different. Nice. If he's watching us, he's in trouble. Oh, yeah. no, he watches us every day. He needs day. to be watching tape. <laughs> he watches us every day. All right, question number three, guys. We're gonna keep moving. Will anyone not named Miles Garrett record at least one sack versus the Ravens? Remember, <laughs> Tony Jones, Robinson, Baker Jones is kind of mobile, but not really that mobile. Maurice, will anyone but Miles get him down on Sunday? I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, G. Let's say yes. Even G's not drinking that Kool-Aid. Maurice says yes. Is G on the same side of the fence, or is the Kool-Aid team split? Let's see. Well, the Kool-Aid man's going to have to bust through the fence to get on Maurice's well, at least side. Jay with me. I'm with you. I'm with you, Mo. See, see here's the problem. Time Blind with squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. And no, every single time somebody other than Miles Garrett gets a sack, a penalty happens. <laughs> That's I, thought, I thought an angel got his wings. Uh, <laughs> the, the Clowney was like, yes, yeah. I got home, psych. Clowney was pissed, too, because he yeah. watched money go up I mean, they smoke. don't have He's just chasing stats. Haven Bryan, who's garbage, is second on the team with two and a half sacks. Look at that. That is pathetic. Jacob, oh that's my. rough. Jacob, hey, that's rough. <laughs> Jacob Phillips ain't played in months. <laughs> And Maurice, just, we get a we get a mulligan. I'm saying no, no one else. And then Miles Garrett gets a sack. I've asked that question a bunch of weeks in a row, and anyone who said yes to that has been wrong. Yes, multiple weeks in a row. So the odds are somebody has to. It's a blind squirrel's got to get a nut here. No. Who's the last time? Who's the last player to get a sack besides Garrett? It was a safety. Perrion Winfrey, but he got called safety. back. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that wasn't a penalty. Didn't they get a safety? They blitzed a safety. Couple of weeks ago, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe against that was the Carolina, Bucks. Jay. That was no, it was the Bucks. <laughs> oh, I remember that blaze. Carolina. This, this, this is, is a random. This is a random question. What year is uh, Miles Garrett in his contract? Oh, uh, they just oh, signed through the yeah, he's an hey, extension. I don't, I don't like when you say that. What you what you allude to? Oh, <laughs> you and, say that to if, say if what? His, hey, <laughs> if I was his agent and I see those stats, I would go renegotiate fast. Like, like, or just like, ask to be traded. Yeah, yeah, get me up out of here, dog. This is this is ridiculous. Man, you, you can demand top dollar. You can say, man, look at the production from the other guys. You need me. So and just, you know, give me a few. Wait, I, gee, Maurice, I got a question for you. Of those 12 sacks, one came on Jamar Chase. That counts as a sack. Sure did. Do you actually count that as a sack in negotiations or think the Browns? Yeah, that's, a, he was, he that's was a tackle. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> that, that, that counted as a sack? That, that, that was a, a blown play. And Why? Because, knee, because, because he was going to throw the ball. But here's the problem with that. He didn't throw the ball and couldn't throw the ball because he saw that three of his linemen were 10 yards downfield. Hey, he, he went back so, to the Statue of Liberty. When I'm you surprised get that's a sack. I am too. Because hey. now you're asking the official scorer to make a judgment as to whether or not a player was going to throw the football. How many times did we see Jarvis Landry run to the right and you knew he was going to throw because he was patting it with his left hand, Yeah. but there was nobody open, so he took the sack. And I, I didn't know that counted as a sack. By the way, shockingly, the Browns That's actually weak. have 15 sacks by players, not including Miles Garrett, which I didn't even think was that many. Because they probably got a lot with one or a half. Halves. Yeah, right. That's well, disgusting. Can, will Miles Garrett end up with more sacks than the rest of the roster combined? It's 12 for him, 15 for the rest of the team right now. Probably. Man, that is If they keep running so wide receivers, sacks. that count as sacks? Yes. Will, will he finish with more sacks than Russell Wilson has touchdown passes? Have you guys well, been Russell following the Twitter? The bathroom? The, 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 Russell hilarious. Wilson versus bathroom. Uh, touchdown passes versus bathrooms? Week, though, it, oh, yeah. It's close now. It's 12 it is to close. 11, I think. Yeah, it is. All right, question number four. He has four. 12 bathrooms in his house and 11 <laughs> touchdown passes for the he season, but he might not play again He might not year. play the rest of the season. So it, the like bathrooms that. might have no, the win. That's amazing. Not really All right, no question number bathrooms. four. Maurice, we're going back to your wheelhouse here in terms of running the ball. Will Deshaun Watson outrush whoever plays quarterback for the Ravens? It won't be Lamar. It could be Anthony Tony. It could be Anthony Antonelli for all we know. Or <laughs> Lamar Huntley. Or, uh, we know Tyler it's not Huntley. him. 
Now, I'm, of course, I'm, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid, but then also uh, all of this stuff helps him to get back into the game, running the ball, passing the ball. This is kind of like his preseason in a way, so I'm going to say yes. Hmm. The rest of the panel, let's see their answers. G. Bush, you're the lone one on the no side. No, nah, bro. Mm. He, see, here's here the, the, the progression is, see, last week was get yourself back you into Tony Robbins outrushing Deshaun Watson. Of course. Wow. Deshaun Watson, I don't need Deshaun Watson. I run a read option. I need him throwing the ball down the field. Like, he may scramble a little bit here and there. Yeah. That's the progression. Like, I don't want people to make it seem like he's some scat quarterback. That's not what we're trying to do. We are trying to go up top on people. So, I need four receivers. And then if he does scramble, I need you to keep your eyes downfield. I want bombs. Not yeah, but if Tony Bennett plays, he's not running. <laughs> he's not. Hey, before anyone says, hey, we're, hey, in the YouTube He's chat, still alive. We need we need answers from the YouTube chat. Whatever the best name that we call Anthony Brown, the rest of the show and tomorrow, uh, we'll we'll give you some sort of prize. We'll think of something. But the best name we'll vote on. What's his number? I don't even know what his uniform number is. Uh, let's pull up the game stats from Anthony Tony Brown. Hold on, give us one. Please, sec. Tony number, White. Please uh, be number twelve. Eighty-one. It's eighty-one. What? No, 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 no. In, in our graphic system, I think he's it's number twelve. Yeah. He wears number twelve. Okay, he's TB twelve then. <laughs> he's I mean, Tony Brown 12. Wow, he's TB 12. Amazing. That's that's crazy. Also, we have to, whatever you Anthony, guys think is the he best. He looks like Cardell. I don't care what any of you guys say. He does look like Cardell. But Cardale. he's too short to be Cardell. <laughs> no, he's, he's big. He's no, he's not. He's, 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 he's a, big a big dude. dude. Big, big dude. I, like, Doesn't I, he look like Cardell? He kind of reminds me uh, of Darkwing Duck. Dude, he's got a little chicken oh, wing gut. Of who? Darkwing Duck. I don't know who that is. Who's hey, Dark don't Wing don't Duck? be banging on chicken wing guts. <laughs> they don't know who Dark. I don't know who Darkwing Duck is. No what idea. the hell's a, I like duck wings, but oh my gosh! Look, these guys, Maurice. Do you know who Darkwing Duck like, is? I don't. Maurice went dark, so don't don't ask Maurice right now. Maurice just <laughs> Who's Darkwing Duck? Hey man, hey get hey, hey chat. Would will somebody put something on Twitter? Darkwing Duck. These people act like they don't know. I forgot they all kind of old. I do like not know the cartoon. Duck. The cartoon? Yeah. yeah, I remember Darkwing Duck. Oh, what I don't. The hell? I don't remember Darkwing Duck. <laughs> Maurice, no. we got him back. Maurice, do you know who Darkwing Duck is? That a investigative duck? Is this, Sher is this Sherlock Holmes? I mean, Daffy Duck? Donald Duck? What? Hold on. I'm gonna put, I don't Earl, know can you put one. your phone on the screen? Do you care? Have y'all have y'all ever seen this? That's Darkwing Duck, bro. What you mean? Yeah, I remember. That's Dark a terrible Wing. picture. Hey. We'll get, let's see if the iPad works this time. Hey, give me a sec. I, I have not Maurice, seen Darkwing Duck. <laughs> I've never heard of it, bro. What? Never. Is it a Disney thing? Yes. Because <laughs> it looked like a, a Disney Oh, drawing. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, that's a. He that's, had like a mask he had or something. A, you know, or, he was, listen, he was like. A private he, eye? Yeah, but he didn't have no powers or nothing. It was weird. He used to get dog walked by criminals. <laughs> like. Like man, Darkwing Duck out here getting destroyed. He had like a a, a plunger gun. <laughs> so he did not have the, the no the, the tools. No, he did not. Have, he, he was good at creeping up on you. Uh, he he was saying like a thief of the night. By the way, guys, I gotta read you this this tweet I just saw. Okay. This is embarrassing for the wait, Browns. Wait, wait, Paul, hold up. I got the iPad to work. Okay. Take, take the iPad. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. It just it just the iPad Has is not working. Any of y'all seen this? Darkwing Duck? Are you, know, you yeah, serious? Okay. I, I have, yeah. yeah look. I, I wouldn't have been able to pick out his name or even associate it with that character, but I have seen that character. Yeah. Man, he got the Ravens colors on. Yeah. He moving around. He got yeah, it. Anthony Anthony Brown is TB12. You guys got to hear this this tweet. All right? Let's this, hear the tweet. I saw this from Scott Petrack, who covers the Browns. Browns passing game DB coach Jeff Howard acknowledges it was a tough adjustment versus the Bengals when T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd left early. Weren't sure if they would come back, had planned all week to face all three, not just Jamar Chase. Listen, see, this is I why they that. lost their second and third best players. This and is that was why. Look at that is it a, a disadvantage? And I just, I That's just, embarrassing. I just had some growth and maturity in the first half hour of the show. <laughs> the knee jerk reach. God himself, that's G. embarrassing. Bush, did not reach on this. Sorry, mom. I'm not calling myself a god. It's just a skit. Uh, the reach guy. I reach on everything, and I need a jerk on everything. And I showed some growth and maturity by saying Kevin Stefanski was put behind the eight ball, kind of sorta, 
and was going to allow everything to move to next year for year four. And then I hear crap like that. That's it. That's embarrassing. I don't that like is, that. I need more context around because I'm trying to think back <laughs> in the, I'm trying to think back in the press box of when it was announced. Like T Higgins was, I was out there for one play, what? one play. So we and knew Tyler right Boyd, away. two plays and, and they said, no, I think he's saying in game adjustment because all week they had prepared for them to play. But how does that become more difficult? Right, what? you're having lesser players on the field, and you weren't ready for that. I've never heard that. I you haven't went either. From T That's Higgins like the, if they lose, the Browns saying, you know, we were really surprised that we got TB12. So, so we weren't ready for Tony Brown. Let, I, they've done this. This is not the first time they they let Henny scramble uh, for 12, 13, 14 yards backup. They let they let the backups for the Ravens the scramble. Falcons, the the Falcons. Falcons. They let somebody with practice team players. Run 12, 13 plays in a row. They're the only team that's rooting against stars getting injured during the game. I, I think I'm trying to think back. That's to so the, mean, Jay. I'm trying to think Come back on, to the though, press that's box. Ridiculous. I'm trying to think back to the press box announcements of when these guys were ruled out. Well, T. Hig- I feel like he T. Was Higgins in. played a snap, Jay, and he actually snuck in. Right. The coaches he wasn't didn't even. To be in the game. He just got right. in the field. Uh, Boyd was ruled questionable, at least on the broadcast. I'm not sure from your but Jason, perspective, but he was ruled out in the second No, quarter. I'm saying, like, they, like, but they should have known. That's a fireable offense. They should have known. Well, I think he's saying in their preps all week, they prepared for right. Higgins yeah. and Boyd. And then it was some sort of disadvantage that they that, that, that their two yeah, stars couldn't play. That the lesser team, receivers. The that team l- that got the injuries adjusted. The team now. Now, let me, let me, that's just I, weird. I, I, I can't believe I'm going to even offer this as a possible defense. Yes. As you're scheming defensively for a team with three really good pass catchers, you wouldn't over-rotate guys to chase. Sure. But that's an adjustment that you can make that on the fly in the game. shouldn't be that complicated, right? right? right. Just like, like that. This. Right. Why should that be complicated to change? But that's a bad look. But, but again, they should have known right away these guys were out. Like, when Higgins was out for one play in the first couple of possessions, it's pretty obvious at that point he's not coming back. Right, right, right. Like, I, yeah, I don't, I just don't understand. Especially that. because he had been questionable all week right. with that hamstring. I, that, I've never seen anything like that. I've that never. A, that, oh, I wish Lord. their second and third receivers hadn't gotten hurt. We were ready for those guys. <laughs> I mean, we were ready. That's just that's what it. You sound like a fool. Like. So you, you telling me like McNuggets could have went out there and got busy? Yeah, um, we well, they didn't game they plan for McNuggets. For McNuggets. So, yeah, we, we've never seen him play before. No, who's this McNuggets guy? I mean, the two guys the Bengals are playing are barely NFL players. They're practice I mean, players. They're Thor Ragnork, as G. Bush put it. Thor Trent, Taylor, Trent Taylor's a special teams guy, and Trenton Irwin is like a guy who goes from team to team as the fifth and sixth. Receiver. And they didn't have a tight end. And their tight end was out. That's a fireball fence. All right, we got two more fence questions. Maurice had to run. Good news, he's in studio next Thursday. Oh, nice. awesome. Nice. So, we're going to have Maurice in studio. Uh, we'll run through these last two before we bring a DD on. Bring a DD in for it. She's not she's here, here yet. Oh, okay. Oh. So, we're going to do these to we fill the do five minutes before she gets here. By the way, a DD not doing a game this week. Oh. Not doing a game? No. Nope. Okay. All right, That's question number five. Yes, I want to have her in, Big in, time. In, in on the Ravens-Browns. Will the Browns score more than two touchdowns on Sunday, something they haven't done since Deshaun Watson's been back? You guys answered. We appreciate the answers. Let's see it, Steve. G and Bull, yes, Tyvis, Jason, Jay, not buying it. Tell me why, the, how they're going to score three touchdowns against this defense. Man, they better. This, uh, listen, that's oh, all, I know they better. I that, want that's them all to. The, hey, at this point, that's Deshaun Watson, bro. I need like he's got one and eight quarters. He better he, against he, a really bad defense. I'm looking at progression. Well, the Bengals don't have a really bad no, defense. but the four Texans. of those were against a horrible team. Hey, I need progression. Week one, terrible. Week two, huh? Week three, we got at least score two touchdowns because I'm no. It's going to be have to be three. I'm I'm gra- I'm grading him on a Jacoby Brissett uh, 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 curve. Oh, okay. And the Jacoby Brissett curve was that exact way. Bull? He was he was terrible. Good. Yeah. I, I don't think the I I think the Ravens are fraud. Okay. Wow. I don't think they're that good a team. Their defense has played well for the last bunch of weeks. Let me give you the schedule of who they played the last bunch of weeks. Tampa Bay, terrible defense. New uh, offense, New Orleans, terrible offense, Carolina, terrible offense, Jacksonville, okay offense, Denver, terrible offense, Pittsburgh, terrible offense. Okay. They have had the, they have played the worst offensive teams in the league for the past six weeks. That's why their defense, which struggled early in the season, has been much better. Now they got, what's his name from the Bears, and he's helped, 
What's linebacker. the guy? Yeah, getting um, his name. Roquan Smith. We're going to get to play. But well, one guy, one linebacker, too. doesn't make him from crap early in the season to great. No, you know I, what? I, I disagree. I'm not going to say crap early. I don't yeah. think they were crap. I think they were coming together. But I, I, I disagree. I think he has transformed that defense completely. Well, I think we'll find He's out. Made now, a now in fairness, the Browns offense hasn't been any good either. No. So, maybe, oh, well, with Deshaun Watson, I should say, because they were playing pretty well with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, but I think the Ravens defense is fine, but I don't think it's special at all. And I think Deshaun Watson, who progressed big time from week one to week two, has a lot more room to progress. And I think it comes together, and I think he has a big game this week. Three touchdowns. I got him. Thrilled with three touchdowns. I got Watson with two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. So he's going to score three by himself. 24-10 Browns. Now you're drinking the Kool-Aid. He is. It's one game. I I still, you know. (laughs) I, it's, and it's He's a got lot. them three and one down the stretch. Yeah. Three and one. Did I ask you? Don't you don't think they go three and no. one? I'm two and two, and that's optimistic. I'm, a, I'm fearful one and three. I have to think about it. This is a big game. This is a big swing. It's huge. This the whole thing could unravel. This is, <laughs> I told you. This is a ball of yarn. If this, if this is an L, guys, this is the, the biggest tent post is on agree. the floor. But the if they win this game. game, I think they'll win two of their last three, and that's why I'm going with okay. three and one. Well, this is a pivotal game. This yeah. is the game. Yeah. This yeah. is a pivotal game. This tweet is pivotal to the next question. Good. Mary Kay Cabot just re- uh, retweeted this from Jonas Schaefer, who is a Baltimore Sun beat reporter for the Bengals. For he the says Ravens. Ravens quarterback yeah. Tyler Huntley was at today's walkthrough. He's on track to play Saturday versus Cleveland. Oh, wow. So it so appears no Tony from Danza. this tweet, from Mary Kay retweeted it. <laughs> so I'm trusting Mary Kay would not retweet no, a jabroni. And yeah. this guy is a legit verified 15,000 followers uh, beat report for the Baltimore Sun. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson missed his six straight practice. I don't expect him to be activated. So that leads us to our last question. It's only happened once this season, and it happened against the Texans, who have the worst quarterback play in the NFL. Will the Browns force multiple turnovers versus the Ravens? Is it unanimous? Our first unanimous answer, Steve? It is. <laughs> no faith. None of us are drinking that Kool-Aid. No. Well, we can we can off the top of our head remember all of the turnovers all for of the them. entire season. I think that's horrible. I just think e- even with Huntley, they're gonna run two thirds of the time. Hey, listen, well, and Hunt- you're much likely less He's likely had to success. Fall. He's been there no. a while. He knows the system. No, the, I, I, this, I, a, this a talk. This I game like just yeah. really turned on his face. I would actually even be willing to say if you pick the, the the Ravens to win this game, I wouldn't say you're crazy. Hundley can throw the ball. He yeah. moves around. He can run. I they, thought he looked pretty good last year. I know they didn't. He's win. won a lot of games for them when Lamar's been hurt. Oh, oh yeah. he didn't win games. Yeah, not this year. In past years. Yeah, past yeah. years. He done won some games. Yeah, this You is guys bad. are high on I'm, I'm going to go look up his record. Even though right his quarterback ahead. record doesn't yeah. matter. I remember watching him win games game. He was playing year. well, but they would end up well. losing those games. I remember him winning well. games that I thought they were going to lose. Hey, we, yeah. listen. we These dudes. Tyler I, Huntley's career record's 2-5, and five, by the way. Well, he won now, two games that I was watching. <laughs> I thought they'd lose. Well, and if you look there at the There were a lot of games last year. He played pretty well, but they lost. very close games last year. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. I, this is a, this is a bad look. For he's certainly a, an upgrade Jason, from I he won way more Uncle Tony in my Brown. Head, but he, in my head, he's four. In my unofficial Mike Lucas remembers, he's four and three in his career. So Jason, I'm with you. You can yeah. use that stat. Thank yeah. you. I I, th- I think he well first he's better than TB12 light. Yeah, he no is. Wait, he, it, that's TB12 heavy. For yeah, the yeah. TB12 and and by the way. <laughs> We acting like this ain't the Browns defense. They, they, why we need to, we need to throw out all the past stuff. Yeah. Or, or like, oh, he was terrible last. No, you're going against the, the one of the worst defenses that I've ever seen. Tony Bennett might be playing defense linebacker for the Browns ever. That's how bad things are. Browns right defense hasn't been as bad the last three weeks. Um, now, in fairness, they've only played one good offense in the last three weeks. But this, this the Browns defense, the worst defense that I've seen while I've been here. Not the last, but it's been better the last three weeks, no, than it was early in the season. It's placebo. You, they get whatever they want. It's just, it all depends on how much they want to embarrass.